Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Bryce Harper playing with a bionic arm. Cardinals, what is you doing, baby? And Wander's pimping infield ground outs. We're pimping. Trevor Plouffe. David Mendelson. Jake Stromboli. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. Make sure you use code TALKING. First time you use it, you might save yourself 20 bucks. Trevor Ploof coming live from Cali. I'm excited to see you. Trev, I've got good news for us. We've been, we've been figuring out, you know, our Monday, Friday episodes. Can't touch every series. Going to highlight some guys, um, you know, hit the big topics. We've got some big topics today. It was a sweep week. I didn't mention that in the intro. My goodness. A lot of teams just got the business and probably don't want to be spoken about. And Trev, as this show evolutionizes, what? <laughs> the Monday app used to be like our like just frothing at the mouth, like so much happens over the weekend. Can you believe this? Friday app's got me jazzy because I think we're a little unhinged. And I think there's a lot of good stuff that I'm excited to talk to you about. Been coming so. for people on Fridays. Yes. How are you doing, Trevor? What are you talking about right now? You just came at me with that, like, you didn't prep me for that None whatsoever. Of None of you it. know I love Monday episodes. You love Friday episodes now? Is that what you're trying to say? I love them both, but fr- Friday's got a new, like, pizzazz to it. And it's a little Cinco de Mayo. Oops. Friday found its identity. It's today Friday? Today's Friday, baby. Oh, I thought today was Monday. I swear I was going into this show like it was Monday. That's what I'm saying, Trev. Okay, I feel great today. <laughs> we're all wearing black like it's a fucking funeral. Yeah. Are we about to Maybe it is for dead. some of these teams. Maybe we will pronounce a team dead today since we're already in black. It's Might as well. Dressing up for a funeral today, boys. I didn't say that. We're going to be talking about military. Yes. We're going to be talking about sweeps, dead teams. Yeah. We're going to be talking about some pitchers that went off. Dodgers Mm. are rolling. Fucking Mookie Betts is a shortstop now. What is... I don't get it, man. It's nuts, Trev, that that's... We talk about it. We talk about baseball. Mookie Betts is playing shortstop for the Dodgers. And like having, when their shortstops are healthy. <laughs> having three for five games just for fun. You're not supposed to do Probably. that. He's like, yeah, I can fucking play shortstop. I'm good. Ian Happ, who just signed a nice extension. He's with John Boy Media. You know, came up as a versatile little third base, second base, corner outfield. He settled in in the outfield. And I remember asking him, I was like, hey, man, like, do you still, do I still tell people you're an infield outfielder in Hap? And he's like, no, I'm kind of good in the outfield, man. Like, once you, <laughs> once you head out, it's tough to head in. And Mookie could care less. I debuted as a, I, I came up to the minor leagues as a shortstop. I debuted as a shortstop. <laughs> they wouldn't let me play shortstop <laughs> later in my career if, like, the game depended on it. We would just they would just forfeit the game, bro. That's how bad it was. And Mookie Betts mm-hmm. is just coming in casually from the outfield and making it look good too. Yeah. I don't even know how we got here, but yeah, just thought it's about because it's special. It's special. Uh, 
Trev, I think we get into it. Cardinals fans. Um, oh, golly. And we have a new friend with us helping us this week, but they're an old friend to you. Tops Bowman. That's right. I mean, those guys. You know their cards. And Trev, you've been on this early, and I can't believe this is part of it. <laughs> Bowman baseball history dates back to 1948 when the first baseball card set from them was released following the end of World War II. Uh, it's a contemporary favorite. They got prospects. They've got studs. We have a video coming out. Jerry was here. Paxton, Kenobio. Uh, Dalton snuck in there. Um, and they've got a new crop of kids. Drew Jones, Trev. Get some of those cards. Jacob Barry, Spencer Jones, Justin Crawford, and more. Find the game's future stars in 2023 Bowman Baseball, available at your local hobby shops, retailers, and tops.com, which there's a link in the description. And man, Trev, I was, I mean, people know me, I... I had a box of cards growing up that it was just dig in, who are you, read the back, do it again. Where they've gotten to with baseball cards, some of the designs are sick. And I'm like, not that guy, but they're sick. You are that guy. I am that guy now. I don't know if you saw that. That was a rookie uh, Evan Longoria Bowman card that he had signed for oops. me. Yeah. So I'm rocking it right now. What's that go for on the on the markets? priceless to me yeah. never going to be for sale that's no. a good answer trev that's my guy i have had no sex let's do the national league that's not true <laughs> at least twice trev a team that Never i've said sense. we won't be speaking about a lot this year i got comments in the dms your washington nationals take the yeah. final three against the chicago cubbies this is what i'm talking about central division uh, Nationals, some good baseball. Vintage Patrick Corbin, seven innings, two earned run to finish it off. Uh, Trevor Williams gives them a good outing. Uh, man, good for the Nats. Alec Call with the walk-off homer to finish it off. Hey, Nats fans, CJ Abrams has a three-for-three three day in there. They've been enjoying watching some of their young talent. And hey, if you could say that into May and June... July, hopefully. That changes your summer. Cubs, baby. We gave you a little love, and now, uh-oh. Uh, hasn't been going so hot recently. I think it's a one in six in their last seven. Dansby gets beat up by his helmet again. Go, Nats, go. Padres take two out of three from the Reds. Central Division. The game, the Reds, the win. Extra innings. Ashcraft gives them a good start. Um... You know uh, my guy Rake Fraley gets in the mix there. But Padres, dude, t Soto, man, I, I, just one for two, three walk game. Like, his stat lines are always so funky to me. Hopefully he's getting going for them. Trent Grisham had a big day. Seth Lugo finishes it off. Good for him, man. That makes me happy every time I see it. The Dodgers sweep the Phillies. Did Trev give them a little bit of the juju? Is that what sparked the Dodger season? Or is that what the Phillies are blaming? Yeah. Hey, you know what the Phillies should blame? Giving up 10 plus runs in each game. 13, 13, and 10. That's not gonna get it done. Gavin Stone, Colin Stone's brother from Blitzball makes his big league 
debut. Urias drops it on the table. We already talked about Mookie Betts. Uh, and how about Max Muncy? How's your walk-off granny? My goodness, have a start to the season. Dodgers starting to roll. Braves continue to roll. Gave the fish a little love last episode. They get swept. Uh, so many Bryces this week. Bryce Elder. He goes seven innings. Shut piece on him. Uh, Kyle Wright and Braxton Garrett in that second game both get rocked. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, two homer day. Ozzy Albies is going off. The Braves uh, creating some space in the NL East early on this year. Trev, this one snuck up on me. Central Division. Brewers get swept by the Rocks. Just gave them love. I'm done giving Central teams love. Good for the Rockies. How about it? Elias Diaz. Jake, how's your bird? With a nice outing out of the pen. Crone, Bryant, that's who's got to get it done for them. Even young Zeke Tovar. Uh, Yelly has a good game the last game. Uh, Winker, our guy Jesse Winker wearing his daughter's necklace. We love that. Um, but other than that, not the Brewer Series. Go Rocks, go. And that's what happened in the National League. Ah, oh, the Sunday NL. God, that feels good. Uh, and it feels good to be a Braves fan, Trev. 22 and 10. Yep. All day. Jesus. That's what they do. Um, and then it gets fishy. You didn't hear about the Mets yet. They're 500. They got swept. Go Tigers, go Central. Marlins are 16 and 16. Phillies, two games under 15 and 17. Nats, 13 and 18, lurking. The Pirates are 20 and 12. Haven't gotten to them yet. Swept Brewers, swept 18 and 13. Cubs lost their last three, 15 and 16 to go under 500. Reds, 13 and 18. Cardinals haven't gotten to them yet. Swept 10 and 22. Dodgers, Trev, it's laughable. 19 and 13, there they are. Felt like a a stumbling April for them. D-back, 17 and 14. Padres, 17 and 15. Giants, 13 and 17. And Rockies, 12 and 20. Um in the National League, Trev, I, I think we should hit the series you were at because we talked a little bit about it midweek. Um, and, I mean, Dodgers are starting to go. We accidentally stumbled into Mookie. Uh, I guess a- anything else you got from that stadium uh, or for the Dodgers as they, uh, as they start to go-go? Yeah, we have some pretty big topics around the league here. Uh, one of them being, you know, Bryce Harper coming back from TJ surgery, the fastest ever to come back from it i think that's the record saw that somewhere which is really funny because now we can famously call him a fast healer wow which is great can we though because he's playing with a robot arm i don't know if he's so this is this is actually funny because (laughs) apparently they're not going to grant him more time to put that thing on he can't wear it when he hits he just has to wear it when he runs the bases because look he's got to dive back on pickoff attempts, stuff like that. They want to make sure he's okay. So I actually had a conversation with the Phillies first base coach, my guy. And we were talking before the game. He's like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. He's like, I think I have to like wear that and then get it on him as quick as possible because we don't have time. And we were sitting there. It was uh, me and Figgy and then Aaron Bates, who's the assistant uh, hitting coach of the Dodgers. We're all standing together before the game. 
and um you know he was saying like why don't you just keep him on first base like little league style the first two pitches like just have him stand on first base ready to go instead of taking a lead so he can put it on but they literally had no idea what they were going to do with it so now it's like a race to put this thing on which is pretty funny like crazy you know this pitch clock for all the good it's done and I think it has been very good for the game. Like there are some instances where we could just have a little bit of fucking feel with it. And apparently that is not allowed. I Manfred mean, has come down and, or whoever is the, the you know, the, the decision maker on this and said like, no, like get your, get your thing on in the right amount of time. And that's it. So I thought that was pretty funny because they're I, still trying to work that out. The logistics of his bionic arm, they're trying to figure out. It's been my thing from the start, right? If umpires have a little bit of feel and then you see Drew Maggi getting his first at bat, he gets a pitch violation. Like Bryce Harper trying to attach his arm to have <laughs> to have one of our biggest stars of the game be able to play. He's wearing a Iron Man arm and we're like, hey, you know, you know, what are the Phillies? If Bryce gets on, is this is the batter going to have to step out? Uh, every first use pitch. his timeout. I don't know. Use man. his timeout instantly. So hey, they'll figure that out. And shout out, Bryce goes over his first game, and you're like, oh, you know, baseball. I don't know. Next game, three for three, two walks. Yeah. So I mean, I was at one of the games, and if you look at the series, you mentioned the Dodgers scored, you know, ten plus runs each game. They're relentless, dude. That's what it seemed like to me when you watch the Dodgers. It's like you know they might score a few in the first, um, but or you know early on in the game, but they're coming for that bullpen. It's like almost like an old school mentality where it's like, hey, let's get the starter out of here. And they don't always think that way. They just bang no matter what. But in this series, it just felt like, hey, as soon as we get that guy out of there, let's go continue to score runs. Like it's just, it just keeps coming, keeps coming, keeps coming. And if you're the opposing team playing them, it's very difficult, man. That puts so much pressure on your offense, not to mention, you know, your pitching staff understanding that they have to navigate through that lineup. But it's a different guy, too. You know, it's Max Muncie doing it. It's Mookie Betts leading off the game. It's it's you know, Freddie Freeman just like lumped up there at the top of the lineup. Then you got these rookies at the bottom doing their thing. Altman and Vargas. I saw Vargas hit two doubles. He looked great. And that might have been against the Cardinals. I don't know. Um, Vargas had he uh, is. Vargas was that, had a, was that during the Phillies? He had a big game the the final day of the series. I know you weren't at that game, but he did have. If that's what you're thinking of, I saw him play a couple of different times this homestand, and uh, yeah, man, it's just their their offense goes, and it's a different guy, and and we we constantly talk about the Dodgers' ability to have guys come up and perform, and it's the same thing this year, the same thing. We were worried, we were worried about their depth, worried about you know Luck's not being there. Okay, now we got to play some young guys. Um, you know, is Outman gonna be the real deal, or is this just a flash in the pan from last year at spring training? No, man. The guy's gone off and did it. We gave him a freaking pedal. Yeah. And no. all uh, JM media, uh, John Boy media team. This is, a, this is a team that won't quit. The Phillies are a good baseball team, but the Dodgers look like they were on a different level than them during this series. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm not worried for the Phillies. They, they dug a little hole to start the year. They dug out of it. Bryce Harper's back for you. You lost the series on the West Coast to the Dodgers. East Coast teams going West always kind of sucks. Like... Hey, Dodgers are really good. And Trev, I'm, I think I've had a theory developing that I think you just pushed me over the ledge with the Dodgers. Because seeing their bottom four of their lineup yesterday, Outman and Vargas, Outman's been one of the best players in the league. Um, 
Vargas, uh, 363 on base percentage. You, you know, we've talked about his story a little bit. David Peralta, who got off to a slow start, but, you know, go look at the baseball reference. Like, that, that dude's played a lot of good baseball and may have more in after a tough April. Your nine hitter's Chris Taylor. Like, look at what the Rays are doing. Look at what the Dodgers are doing. Look at the Orioles. Look at... I think that pitching has gotten to such a high standard with all the track... Like, everything we've talked about. Velo and being able to add a pitch in one bullpen and everything. I think the value of having a deep lineup is more important in baseball than maybe it's ever been because you're going to... There's no... Nobody's coming out of the bullpen that you're licking your chops anymore. The last guy in the bullpen throws 95 and is kind of wild. And it's like, okay, like, if you're a good hitter, you can deal with that. Um, and it's one of my biggest fears with my Yankees right now. And if you look at the teams that are going, they don't have zeros in their lineup. They, uh, I think the Dodgers have a great game plan offensively and i talk about van skoik all the time is it because i know him probably, probably. A, little bit? a little bit uh but because i you know went to him for an entire offseason i understand the way his mind works and i think you know he is a guy that can get mechanical with you but in a good way like he helps you like there's he's got an endless amount of drills that can get you feeling right or if he sees something he's got a drill for it but that's not it. Sometimes that's where it ends. Like, and the game plan is just like, okay, here's what the pitcher throws, and this is what we're trying to do. It's like, no, man. Not only are they talking about, you know, where the pitcher is going to throw the ball and what he likes to do. It's like, okay, how do we attack them? Where are we going to go for our slug? Uh, and he just gives them such good game plans. And I think that that's kind of what helps them be consistent offensively, dude. Like they are. They're understanding where they can be successful and then where they need to stay away from. So when they have that in their minds, they're able to make better decisions on these pitches, uh, even with the relievers coming in. So I think a lot of credit goes to him and Batesy, what they're doing there. Uh, because like you said, man, one through nine, they're just, they're going to jump you. And you just got to be able to score runs against them. And they're like, kind of good luck. You know, good luck against the Dodgers. They're... They're a really fun team to watch, man. They're good. They, uh, you know, you, we can say all of that and you almost ignore, you know, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman by the time they're done are going to be like... Will Smith? Inner circle type Hall of Famers. And yeah, that's before you get to Will Smith, who's been one of the best young catchers for a while now. You get to Max Muncie, who had the best April. Like, these are the Dodgers. They call up Gavin Stone, who, hey, you talk about having a little bias, Trev. His brother's a very sweet man who's been in our warehouse, sweet. and they just they just played last night on warehouse games. He's also a top one hundred prospect that uh, I don't think he had his ace up, and he gets but he gets his MLB debut out of the way. And like there's there's always more coming with the Dodgers, whether it's deadline or prospects or free agents. We and we really haven't talked about the Dodgers a lot, so I'm glad we're giving them a little bit of you know time on our show today because. Most of the time, we're like, no, that's the Dodgers. They're doing it. Oh, I like that. Throw them up, yo. Throw them up. Gosh, I love Los Angeles, dude. You I do really love, do. You do love LA. I love Cinco de Mayo today, man. We got a Ooh. huge Mexican population here. Couple yeah, margs, dude. little chips yeah, and guac. Man. 
I might, love it. It's I a might, big day around here. It is. I might do that. Uh, Trev, hey, let's be elitist uh, for a little bit today. And I, I know we started with it and we mentioned, I mean, Bryce Harper, what a sick puppy, man. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, to be able it, oh, hold on. I want to go back to that because can, uh, Trev, I want to, I, I want to, I want to ask you a quick, like, is that just like, I'm the guy and I'm calling my, sh- like, has that been what he's done? Like, as yes. long as the doctor fucking clears me, I'm playing. Yes. And like, that's just his decision. Cause he's Bryce Harper. I sat in the media scrum for a topper <laughs> right. in the dugout. And I was like, dude, what the fuck am I doing here? And he kind of looked at me like, what are you doing here? Uh, but they were asking a lot of questions about that because it was his debut night. And um, you know, they said, you know, was there any conversations about him coming back today and maybe like waiting because it's Julio Urias on the mound? And he's like, there was no conversation about that. Like Bryce was coming back as soon as he could. You think he cares yeah. about? Oh, yeah. He's going to duck Urias. Yeah. It was like he almost looked at him like, are you kidding me? Like, do you know who this guy is? And uh, it was cool, man. Um, I think that 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 shows you a little bit of something because honestly, like if I'm thinking about myself, I'm like, all right, it's been a while since I played. I got no minor league rehab games, and I got I don't know who uh, a nasty righty, Luis Castillo, mm. and I'm stepping in the box. I might be like, who's pitching tomorrow? Right? Maybe maybe I'll take one more day. I'll just see some pitches today yeah. or something. Bryce has he was so ready to come back. It was cool, man. That's but that's who he is. It's a ball player, man. It's a level of sports or anything that you attain to get to that, like, Bryce Harper could care less about the potential 0 for 3 that might show up on his stat page because he knows who he is. Um, yes. And he showed it the next day. So, Phillies fans got to be excited for that, although the series did not go how you went. Trev, I mentioned Elite, and I mentioned my new theory about baseball that's forming. The Atlanta Braves, um, they are casually second in OPS. Um, second in home runs, uh, and you talk about a top-to-bottom lineup, uh, Marcelo Zuna, who had an awful uh, start to the season for them, and they, like, I think a lot of Braves fans I see on the internet were are happy to move on from him. He puts up a two-homer day. Uh, there's veterans. There's pedal winners. There's, there's everything on this team. They sweep the Marlins. They've got a nice little cushion in the NL East now. And, um, yeah, I mean, I... I don't know how much you want to talk about the series, but I just know the the Braves are back and they're a problem. Well, they're the, they're like I think they're one of the most well rounded teams in baseball. I almost just said they are the most well rounded team in baseball, and you could definitely make that case, dude. Uh, they pitched the ball well this uh, this series. You know, unfortunately for them, Kyle Wright uh, got injured, um, but you know Bryce Elder, like you mentioned, a lot of, is a big Bryce episode for us mm. today. Seven innings pitched, only three hits, no walks. That's pretty nice. And Dodd does his thing for them. Um, he goes six innings pitch with three earned runs. Nice for him. Yeah, and then offensively, they can do whatever they want. They have You talk about a lineup that's deep and can go one through nine. Like, this is another lineup that you're going to see guys, you know, whether it's the top of the lineup, middle lineup, back of the lineup, somebody's going to get the job done, and it rotates from night to night. Um, they are – I mean, it's. I think it's them, the Dodgers – and I don't know if the Astros are there just yet. If they're firing like that right now, uh, it might just be the Dodgers and the Braves at the top of the heap. Right? I guess you got to give the Rays credit too. I can't forget about that. Have to, and yeah, I, Trev, it That's does. That's the top. 
It does feel weird because we're a little over a month into the season, month and a week, um, which again is a chunk of season, but it's also not that. Man, as you look around these standings, and I know White Sox were the outlier, Cardinals have now joined them at the party that it's, it happens every year, and I have no doubts about Houston at all, but it's also like, like you've, heard, you've heard the pain in me, Jimmy, and BBD's voice about our Yankees, and it's like, wait, Houston's been worse than them? The Mets have been worse than them? Houston's Seattle? been dealing with some injuries. We haven't, we haven't really gone into them yet, but they've been dealing with some injuries uh, specifically to their starting pitching staff, which we'll, we'll get to later on I, the show. I, but. I think we're in a weird bubble of the season where it feels like we're deeper into the season. But we're not. No, there's so much you know, season left. Like, again. Five, six of the seasons is still left. It's always been it's a math pod. Famous Jake Storiali. Uh, Ozzy Albies. Right uh, yeah, little monster. One of the craziest What's, uh, extensions I, I, in sports history. I haven't checked this out. But Sandy, his, his overall stats. I'm going to go right now because I know he's had some blow-up starts. And I haven't really followed a ton. And I'm looking right now, and you're gonna need a live reaction. Okay, he's pitching to a 5.09 ERA with a one, two, four, five whip. This is not the Sandy that we are accustomed to seeing. Mm. And I'm curious, Marlins fans, like, let me know what's yeah. going on because I haven't watched a ton of his starts. I'm looking right now; the walk percentage is not. Crazy. He's 3.1 per nine. Obviously, last year was incredible. Uh, when he won the Cy Young, he had two walks per nine. Strikeouts are right there, as they typically are. He's just allowing more base runners, man. Yeah, I get Marlins fans let us know. The righties are hitting him this year, um, which last year that wasn't the case. Righties were a little better than lefties last year. So I, I, I wonder if there's a pitch that's just not clicking right now or – Fish fans, let us know, because, yeah, I mean, again, you talk about baseball and won't be shocked when we look up in August and Sandy's numbers do look great. But, yeah, it's uh, we're hitting the point of the season that you can actually have debates of, like, is Sandy going to figure it out? Are the Cardinals going to figure it out? Like, we're at that point where it's like, hey, you know, at a certain point, you kind of got to go. Got to start looking for flags. Otherwise, huh, flag up. Um. Braves, Braves dominate. Um, Trev, the other National League series, I'm very happy for a couple teams. Um, I gave my love to the Nats. If there's anything you want to do there, you're welcome to. If you want to give love to the Rocks, I've, I've kind of said my piece. Happy for the lads on winning some games. Yes. I mean, I was going to give the Cubs a what is you doing, baby. Ooh. Um, but it might be too early in the season to mm. break that out right now. Uh, yeah, I want to give some loves to the Nationals. Uh, shout out Alex Call for the homer. Like, he had a nice little celebration there on the walk-off. You got to love that. Um, you know, getting that third win in the in the four-game set is is nice. It's hard to win a four-game set. It really is. And they took three out of four. Uh, the pitching showed up. I think that's what we're we're looking at. You mentioned Patrick Corbin doing his thing. Uh, Trevor Williams doing his thing. Mm. Uh, that's good to see. Um, Mackenzie Gore, not so hot. Maybe get it going a little bit there. But CJ Abrams, I love watching him play, and he's uh he's kind of got the stick going. I think he's right around a hundred um way to runs created plus, which is nice. Um, because he plays banner 
defense as well. I think he's got more in the tank offensively, man. I've been saying that, saying this could be the year it clicks, and he's kind of been uh, – he's had some good series as of late. So it's, it's nice to see, man. They got some kids there. Said that in the beginning of the, the season. Like, you're not you're not going to win a lot of games this year, Nationals fans, but you are going to have some fun players to watch. And I think that's what we saw this series. And, man, if if you're young and you can bang, like they're looking at the other guys across the interstate, like the Orioles thing happened quickly, that when that core starts to form and you see Gray and Gore and then you see Abrams and, like, I think Nats fans, they're obviously not excited for this season, but I think they're you can start getting excited for whatever the future of the Nats looks like. Um, I said weighted runs created plus for CJMs. I meant OPS plus. I'm stupid. It's so. all right. Canceled. Um, Cancel me. I'm so dumb. <laughs> you want any rocks? You got the rocks, bro. I love the that's rocks. A, that's kind yeah. of a brewer's what is you doing, baby. Yeah, that's I'm the one. Gi- I'm not giving them out yet. Well, you know what? And Trev, we do this almost every year. Guess what? The Rockies are going to be fine at home this year because they play in a weird world where even their bad years, they're 500 at home. So I know you're the Brewers and this is sucks and you're a Brewers fan and you punch your pillow and you're right to. That's kind of baseball. Um, you know, they were coming back in that first game. But the Rockies at home are literally a different team. Um, and, hey, talk about young hope. Uh, Zeke Tovar, Ezekiel Tovar, playing shortstop. I know uh, – they're excited about him, and if he could put up some more big days at the office, that uh, future of Rockies baseball you can start dreaming about. Shout out Padres. Three good starts out of their starters. That's something that you know we typically haven't said about them Yeah, uh, in this young season. Snell goes six innings pitch with three and runs. Six innings pitch for him is basically a complete game. Uh, and he was on the mic, which is... Oh, my God, dude. Get this. Get the guy on the mic as much as you can. He's one of my favorite players in baseball, one of the best personalities in baseball. If you're around him, if you know him at all, he'll love this dude. When he was t- If there's a midweek and we don't have something so lined up, let's get Snell. He'd be great. He's electric. He's the best. Without, so, without trying to be electric, he's electric. He's oh man. He's got it all. He really does. Like he's just like this kid who's Happens to be really good at baseball, and he's funny, and he's he's got life figured out, man. Uh, Michael Walker, nice start. Seth Lugo, nice start. Start. Yeah, Trev, so, I was I was gonna segue. Padres us, big series against the Dodgers this weekend. That's what I was gonna segue us out with. Dodgers Padres this weekend. I just got juiced up for that. Cinco de Mayo. Oh baby. Uh, in San Diego, the Margs are flowing. The tacos are flowing down there. Oh my God, that's a should that's, you drive, drive down, down there? <laughs> yeah. I might. Um, shout and, out to Hassan Kim too, because I believe he played yeah. second base, shortstop, and third base. I don't know if it was all this series, but he's like one of the best defenders in all of baseball, and they just casually have this guy just kind of sprinkling her around the field. And Trev, I was I I I was alluding to it last episode. Uh. You know, they win those two Mexico City games. They've now won four out of their last five. And again, I I was talking about the Padres needing kind of some regularity because it just, you know, with Tatis coming back and all that. This was the first time that Tatis, Soto, and Machado all played in a game in San Diego. Like, how nuts is that? You know? So, as 
they keep checking those little boxes, like make your team normal. Having all of these superstars make it normal. Get on a little, like win this Dodgers series, and I think the Padres go. That being said, we could so easily be here Monday. and Well, <laughs> Dodgers did it. That's, it's a good series because the Dodgers are coming off this incredible homestand. You mentioned the Padres have been kind of going as of late since the Mexico series. Juan Soto still hitting 227, but OBP approaching 400. It's crazy. Um, Slug have, not there yet. Have we had a brawl yeah. yet this year? We've had some dugout emptying stuff, yes. I'm uh I don't I'm not saying it's this series, although if I had to bet DraftKings, maybe it would be. I think we get a brawl this weekend. I, I don't think you can bet on that. I think it's this time of year. You know, I think someone Sing- came at me because we were at Yankee Stadium and you and I were back in the suite and like benches I thought cleared. Yeah. Because everyone was going nuts in the stadium. But I guess like it was just some chirping. Mm. So I gotta apologize for that. Thank you for your apology, Trev. I don't know why I just said that. Yeah. That's, a, that's not important at all. For sure, weird. Uh, why don't you go download MLB 9 Innings? Uh, don't think you can brawl uh, in there. But what you can do, you can do their league mode. Set up your season. How many games do you want to play? Live PvP. They have 2,000 player cards to collect and use in your dream Roster, they got all the logos, ballparks, and unis. We love a good uni. And we love the legends of the game, which you might hear Trev talking about some of, some of these guys later. Larry Walker, Walter Big Train Johnson, Henry Hammer and Hank Aaron, Michael Jack Schmidt. When you know some of these guys' middle or full names, that I mean, and they haven't played ball in about 50, 60, 70 years, that means they were good. Um, Ty Cobb. Jim Tomey, your friend. Download and play MLB 9 Innings 23 with the link in the description today or go to the App Store. And uh, if you like baseball, which you do, you're watching, talking, listening to Talking Baseball right now, uh, go download it. Go download it. Don't tell me what to do. I am sorry, Trev. I will never make that mistake again. But if you want to, yeah, there's a link in the description. Yeah, you can tell other people what to do. Yeah. That's a fire shirt you got on, dude. Chop. Yeah, I've I have a I'm I have like a Zach outfit on today. I'm sneaky. I'm like, there's a lot of black. Ooh, I hadn't seen the pants like, yet. I I can be ver- I can get a Cinco de Mayo Marg, or I could go to like a rock show and people would be like, ooh, this guy, this guy might have had sex. I don't think no, no one's saying that. Hit the no. music, beeps. Your the ball's on fire on your shirt. Your American. League, Trev, how about them socks, kid? The Blue Jays, they give them the four-game business, and man, oh man, are the boys bopping in Fenway. Verdugo, walk off into the stands, doesn't care about Bo Bichette's five for five. Can he stop having five-hit days? What a sick puppy. Connor Wong, how's your four for four? Yoshida is going nuts. He's going nuts. You might hear about him in a little bit. Casas has a big day. Justin Turner, Devers. When you start hearing these Boston names in the lineup, God, it really makes you turn your head. And it made Toronto's pitchers 
turn their heads a lot. Gossman got hit, which I didn't know that was possible. Um, man, Boston, huge. Take into May like a lion. Isn't that the phrase? I don't know. Um, what? Go, Sox, go, That's kid. That's about March. That is about March. Yankees, take two out of three from the Guardians. You'll like this, Trev. If you won the game, you lost the game in this series. Domingo Herman drops 8.1 clean on the Guardians. They pull him for clay. Bing yeah. bong. Guard dogs win. The Yankees are down 2-0 in the next two games. Kind of getting dominated. Willie Calhoun does not get dominated outside of the past two years of baseball. He has a couple big days. Volpe. Uh, the Yanks win the final one in extras. Harrison Bader came back and then got slide tackled by IKF. Uh, it was a clown show. Yanks win two games. Exciting. White, White Sox win their first series of the year. Happy Wait. Cinco de Drinko. It was against... Oh, no. It was against the Twins. <laughs> he pitched great, though. <laughs> he did pitch fine. Hot Joe Ryan... Uh, did pitch fine. I'm happy for the White Sox, man. Uh, their first two consecutive wins of the year. Their first uh, series win. Second straight walk-off in the first game. Um, Eloy with a big RBI single in the second game. We're dancing in the streets. Hey, they almost had the broomsticks out, but the Twins secure it in the 12th inning. My goodness. Um... Man, I'll let you talk about that, Trev. Orioles take two out of three from the Royals. Scheduled tweet alert. They win the bread games. Uh, although, how about Zach Grinke still casually dropping five shutty whenever he wants to do it? Um, outside of that, Mount Castle and Rushman, man. A lot of letters in those last names. A lot of RBI and runs scored, too. Uh, Santander, Urias, and you know Adam Frazier did it on the final game. Mm. Look at Vinny Pasquantino's stat page. He's doing special things. Orioles take two out of three from the Royals. The Mariners sweep. Let's go, Seattle. Let's go, Seattle. It's Oakland. Don't care. It's three wins. Um, we had the Miller off. How's your rookie that throws cheese in the first game? That was ridiculous. Uh, Logan Gilbert and J.P. Sears go toe-to-toe, but Seattle comes back in that one. A.J. Pollock. And your guy, George Kirby. Trev, how good is George Kirby? It's the best I've ever seen in my life. He's got to be the best. I think he served the mili- in the military, too. <laughs> Probably. Seattle sweeps. That's what happened in the American League. Um, Trev, your AL standings as we sit here today. The Tampa Bay Rays... Uh, coming off their undefeated April, are still 26-6. and six. The Orioles are 21-10. and 10. The Red Sox, kid, 19-14. and 14. Wow. Toronto is 18-14. and 14. They get jumped by the Sox. Toronto is now a fourth-place team. The Yankees bringing up the rear at 17-15. and 15. Insanity. The Twins are 18-14. and 14. Uh, everyone else is under 500. Guardians 14 and 17. Tigers 13 and 17. Make a half, a move. Half game back of second place in the Central. White Sox 10 and 22. Royals, eee. 
Rangers are 18 and 12. Your Angels are 18 and 14. Houston, 16 and 15. Seattle, switch that, reverse it, 15 and 16. Oakland, eh. Only two teams in baseball that don't have 10 wins yet. Royals at eight. Athletics at six. Um, Cardinals, real close. Yeah, them and, them and the White Sox on the cusp. Uh, Trevor Plouffe, your American League where you spent so many good, oh. good years playing baseball, uh, dominating pitchers. Let's, mm. let's start with my Sox because they, they just bashed for four games against a really good baseball team. And look, look at that. At this early part of the season, I say this a lot, if you're around 500 or you're hovering and then you have that kind of go week or a go series, now the Red Sox are feeling good, Trevor. Okay, this is like kind of what we expected out of the Red Sox. We said this team can bang. If things line up correctly, they can hit. Now the starting pitching, that's going to be an issue for them. It is like they're not going to have guys going six, seven strong. They're just not. So we know they revamped the bullpen. Is it going to hold up throughout the year? As of right now, I mean, that's exactly what's going on with the Red Sox. The Red Sox offensively, second in average, second in OBP, third in OPS, second in runs, fifth in home runs. Like this team is absolutely firing on all cylinders. You're going to talk about Yoshida. He doesn't like Yoshi. You're going to talk about Yoshida uh, at the end of this program. Uh, But the rest of the offense is going as well. And the bullpen has been pretty dang good. The starters, though. And I I know I'm kind of like harping here after they just, you know, had a sweep. But 29th in ERA, 22nd in whip, 28th in homers allowed, 25th in hits per nine. Like, they just haven't got the job done, essentially. Uh, They did enough this series to, you know, to keep themselves in the game, and then the offense did the rest. I mean, six runs, seven runs, eight runs, 11 runs. That's how they're going to have to win ball games. And, yeah, it's impressive, especially against the Blue Jays, who the Blue Jays, I think, last year dominated the Red Sox. I had it up somewhere. I think they went 3-16 and 16 against the Blue Jays yeah. last year. More wins so, against Toronto this year. This year, in one series. That's nice if you're a Red Sox fan. But, th- like I said, this is kind of – how they're going to have to win baseball games. They are going to have to go. Verdugo's clutch for them many times. Three walk-offs already this year. And I'll give a shout-out to uh, Brian Bayo, who, like, we all want to be good, dude. Like, he looks nasty. Pretty good start here. Uh, he went five innings pitched. He gave it four runs, only two of them earned. Um, but yeah, man, this is uh, this is Red Sox baseball right now. Jaron Durant who a lot of Sox fans wrote off, gave them a big stretch. Connor Wong giving them a big game. People are um, saying Connor Wong and, and and Alex Verdugo, they won the Mookie Betts trade. They are, saying, are saying that. Yeah. Um, Trev, again, I gave my little theory before. Top to bottom lineups, man. That That's currently, I know that sounds dumb. And it sounds like that's something in my analytics binder a little bit. But I think the value of that has taken a step up because you're right. I mean, look at... Look at the Red Sox stat page. A top three offense. You know, I I think they're like a top 10 bullpen right now. The starting pitching is getting getting hit. Yes. But I think the almost spin zone there is like, if you get a five innings, two earned run start, right now for my Yankees, 
that might not get it done. If you're the Red Sox, you start, you know, you can throw your backup bullpen because you're already going to have a seven on the board. Like, it's going to be interesting to see how sustainable it is. But they're still missing bodies. Like, Adam Duvall, remember how good he was? And he's out with the wrist. Alberto Mondesi was supposed to be a piece for them. He, you know, he's yet to play. Trevor Story. Um, Whitlock got hurt recently. Paxton, that if they stay in it, Guess what? At the deadline, you know, finding an ace is always impossible in baseball. We talk about that too much for how realistic it is. But remember when, like, Quintana got got traded to the Cardinals Jordan last Montgomery. year? Jordan Montgomery. Like, you can find a rental or a piece that, you know, they can give you two months of five innings tour and run that, again, for this team could help it be special. So, uh, Sox, kid. Um, Blue Jays. I- they're, they're going to need to do that. They're going to need to find some starting pitching help because this isn't sustainable. It's just not. It's Taxing true. your bullpen right. and, you know, having to having to put up that amount of runs, you know, per game is not sustainable. Uh, but like you said, you can you can find some guys that can help, and you don't need an ace. You don't. No. Like you need guys that can just go deep in the game and, and keep the game within reach if you have an offense like this. If Bayo gives you five and two, uh, you know, Kluber's gonna mix those in. Like um Sox go on a tough little road trip at Philly, at Atlanta. I guess it's only a five gamer. Um, with some off days though. So that's you you start to realize the importance of off days the more and more you sink your teeth into baseball. My goodness, Trev. It's a grind, nothing be- dude. Nothing better than a night out before the off day. Oh, uh, just night- a nice dinner with a, a bottle nice of red. That's all. Dinner, maybe you know. Keep it classy. You know what? Let's get a second bottle. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Off we'll day tomorrow. A, we're having good conversation. You know, Gibby's rolling right now. You know what? Stop, because this is the <laughs> only thing I miss about <laughs> baseball. Playing baseball is show dinners, bro. Yeah. Like, let me go out with the boys you to love the nicest restaurant. You love a good dinner. Put us in the back, and you know, let's let's get that California red flown a little bit. Mm. I get a text from Trevor at about seventy-two hours every time, right before I see him, and he's like, "Where can we get a good dinner this time?" <laughs> it's just uh, clockwork. We're gonna go to that restaurant. Let's go. Eventually. I tried to get you to go there at 1045 for a nice pasta. Probably should have went. 1045. That's late for me to be eating bowls of pasta. (laughs) Um, Pasta dinner. Trev, uh, I'll let you go on Yankees guards because, boy, it was all over the place. I think these are two struggling teams right now. Um, And we talked about it for an hour 15. So I'll whatever you want. Vintage Bieber, kind of like that. If you're a Guardians fan, uh, the offenses obviously didn't show up too much in these in in this series. Um, but a couple guys who you know typically you don't put them along with offensive feats. You know Willie Calhoun. He had the walk. Didn't he have a walk off? Not this this series, but last series. Or maybe a, a go ahead hit. Yeah, he, he, had, he tied he had a, it in this. He had a huge game tying hit in this one that would you'd hear Yankee fans screaming from the mountaintop, and he had a game tying homer. So Willie. You know, okay. I, the kids are hot on him because his war the past three years is the worst of any baseball player. Yes. Yes. The Yankees are adamant he can hit. 
I think you know he's got a little bit in that bat. It's what can the Yankees tap in? Have, have you seen the the butter knife on him last 28 plate appearances? No. Nope. Oh, give it to me. 346 batting average, 357 OBP, 577 slug, 934 OPS. 28 plate appearances. That's that's eight games, seven starts for him. That was his calling card. He was a Dodgers prospect, I believe. Then he then he Zach was with Fly. the Phillies. Your Rangers. And now here. Rangers, Rangers, that's the Dodgers, period. Yeah, so look. Or, or Giants, period. I think guys like that that maybe aren't ready for everyday roles, um, they can still get hot and they can give you something. Obviously, he's doing it there. Trevi coming off uh, the bench and giving the, the walk-off single, that's always nice to see. Yeah. Uh, Chris Rowe's not happy with his Guardians so far. I'll tell you that right now. I'll be talking with him straight after this. Not happy with him. Trev, I mean, they... Uh... The Yanks wanted to lose these games. Yes. The fact they got two is pretty nuts. So I understand Chris Rose's uh, emotions there. Uh, you want to tell me what happened with your twins? They got beat by a better team, or is that what you're saying? The offense didn't really show up in game one. Uh, and, you know, Kopex shut them down. Joe Ryan looked really, really good. Um, and then game two, uh, Louis Varland, who's kind of like, you know, a depth back of like a sixth starter, seventh starter right. for them uh, that they call upon him um, with Melee out. Uh, or What did I just say? Molly. Melee. Molly. You were, Jesus yeah, Christ. You were thinking dude. about fighting. Probably should like figure that out since I'm going to be on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when you just get off the sheet and I'm looking at the name, I'm like, oh, man. Anyways, uh, they, they jumped Varlin a little bit in that game and weren't able to, uh, you know, come back. Uh, Tim Anderson back for the White Sox. Got to mention Hello. that. that is that going to change things for them? And then in the final game, they were they were down. Uh, Correa hits a homer off Giolito, and then Buxton ties it up in the eighth with a homer, and then they just kind of went wild in that, uh, that 12th inning. But, dude, they had some... Uh, the White Sox had some chances in that game to win it, and they just couldn't push across a run there in the extras. We kept walking the bases loaded. Like mm. I, I think it was uh, was it Swanson? I'm trying to look who it was right now. Doesn't have it listed. Uh, I mean, he just came in and, and shut them down. Bases loaded. I think he got three strikeouts in a row and uh, was able to prolong the game, and the Twins ended up doing it. So they... S- Held off the sweep, thank goodness, but uh, they're fine. This is just one little series. The White Sox were coming in a little bit hot after that uh, Andrew Vaughn walk-off. Mm. They got the walk-off uh, in game two, or game one, excuse me, Ben Attendee did it. So I'm not worried about this at all. Yeah, I don't think you should be. Uh, White Sox, little road trip, Cincinnati, Kansas City, win some games. Change the mood of your season. Um, but they're dead. Uh, Who's dead? White Sox, man. Okay. It was Stewart. Why do I say Swanson? Stewart, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, it's I'm okay. all over. I'm seeing so many names on my page right now. You're an emotional guy. Son of a gun. Don't. Please don't use that language. Um, the twins, the twins bullpen right there. They went Duran, Lopez, Stewart, Pagan, and Moran, and um, they were just absolutely lights out. Moran, I think it's Moran. Moran. Oh, Moran. Havani Moran. They call Moran. 
Excuse my freaking pronunciations right now. French Trev out here today. It's Moran. It's Moran. Moran. I like this Moran out of the bullpen. Uh, Orioles MASH scheduled tweet. Mountcastle, Rushman, Henderson. You might hear more about these guys the next, I don't know, 10 years, I guess. Uh, I think I think the <laughs> I think the final <laughs> I think the final real AL storyline, which again I, I don't think there's much of a dive, but Seattle sweeps and they needed it. Um, you know they were sitting there at twelve and sixteen. I guess my last award was like, hey, go Seattle, um, and this is the first step. Mariners fans uh, have been telling us about their eight starting pitching staff depth. And you don't believe him until you see him. Uh, they brought up our guy Bryce, and he looks the absolute part. I wish that more teams had pitching depth like the Mariners do. It's very nice to see. And look, take care of business against the A's. You have to. That that pitcher speech sounded like reek. Um, Everyone they bring up is good. Are you kidding me? Know what I like here? This is a good note uh, from Dalton. The bullpen extended its scoreless streak to 16 innings. That's the kind of thing that can change a team's dynamic. We talk about it with the old Royals or whenever a bullpen's hot nowadays. When you know you got outs coming back there, that's a really good feeling. When you got a couple at bat, when you got three innings coming up and you know your pen's going to throw up zeros and you just need to push a couple across, teams feed off that. So I... I wonder if that can be a big part of what gets the Mariners going. Um, and I believe Munoz has been hurt. So Seawald's kind of stepped in and, at the back end. So they're, all, they're like down a guy. Yeah, he's he's been hurt. Yeah. They're down a guy and still being able to do this. Yeah. Brash with that fucking slider. What the hell is that thing? Illegal. It's a blitz ball. It is a blitz ball. Uh, Trevor, we have some big aisle topics, so I think we gotta, I think we got to hit it. Hit it, baby. Interleague play Giants. Cibido Gigantes versus the Houston Astros. And the Giants take two out of three. And they get some pitching performances. Di Scalfani, eight shut piece against the Astros. And then, bad day to be a worm, Trev. Logan Webb and Framber Valdez, one and two. In ground ball rate on that final day, they both perform, but the Giants get the win. Joey Bart, there you are, friend. Tyro Estrada, all JM teamer, getting it done. Houston, again, eh? Not worried, but got to start winning games. They've had the injury bug. Sneaky. The Tigers sweep the Mets? What? Uh, Jolly Olive, how you doing, kid? Erod drops it. Justin Verlander comes back. Scherzer gets hit against his former mates. Michael Lorenzen with a big day. Javi Baez gets his first dinger. Uh, and you know, Trev, ever since he's been benched, uh, Tigers, Eric Haas. Go Tigers, go trying to get that second spot in the vaunted AL Central. Mets, what is that about? Rays sweep the Pirates. Uh, hey, 
Uh, what do you say at this point? An undefeated April, an undefeated May. Uh, Harold Ramirez, again, a guy that could have been all JM. He's homering at a crazy rate. Wander Franco pimps an infield out and broke baseball internet for a little bit. Speaking of breaking baseball internet, the Cardinals, they get swept by the Angels. It feels like this should have been... Every past year, this would have been reversed. Our guy Flaherty with a, a tough day at the office. Um, Shohei doing Shohei things. 13 punches in five innings. A comeback win against Gallegos. It's bad in St. Louis. Uh, they're all yelling boo or Katie Woo. We're trying to figure that out. Um, and the Angels. Let's go, Halos. Be a part of this season. We love it. Um, Dimebacks and Texas Rangers split a two-gamer. So, you know, Zeke Duran, yes. Christian Walker, two-homer game, yes. Same with Josh Young. Hello. A lot of studs on the field. We hate two-game sets. That's what happened in the IL. Still mad at myself for messing up twins' names. Oh, it was a slaughter. You you were great the whole yeah, lap, and then it got they're to... They're going to crush me. It got to twins' last names, and you went like 0 for 3. I, I You know what happened, dude? I've been actually trying to study up as much as I can on the roster. The I don't problem. know all the guys. I'm trying to figure it out. My brain's like, Duh, just chill out. This is not how you operate, okay? I apologize to twins fans. I'll be better when I'm suited and booted at Dodger Stadium in 10 days. Wow. Trev, Which I got my suits back and I got to freaking get them refit because they little what? tight. It took in a little too much, bro. Like, you know, let me breathe a little in bit. In the right places? Olivia gave me compliments, but she like doesn't compliment me that much. Right. So when she does it, it has a very impactful uh, way about it. So I was pretty excited about that. She said I look great. That's huge, Trev. Uh, it's <laughs> massive for the program. Um, where are we starting, Pot? Where are we, where are we dropping? <laughs> Remember that? Fortnite? Remember Fortnite? I love Forkknife. Never played um, it, but I was, I was a spotter. Let's do the fucking Rays. They're incredible. Um, they sweep the Pirates, who had been one of the best teams in baseball. I you know, opened it up to our office and who's actually drinking Pirates Kool-Aid. I'm not doing any of that. They've been incredible, and the Rays swept them. And they don't care about anything. Harold Ramirez has like as many homers as he had all of last year. Wander Frock, let's talk about the pimped play, Trev, uh, because you have more ground than me to stand on as a show guy. Uh, a lot of people needed to have a harsh take on this either way, so I will let you go. Do you want me to give like the take where the internet doesn't roast me or do you want me to give my actual thoughts on it give your give your actual thoughts because i have actual okay. thoughts too he shouldn't be doing that <laughs> like that's the truth i'm sorry bro <laughs> and you know what yeah. this is what happened and like it does happen from time to time how many ground balls do you think wander franco's taken in his life Million. a zillion yeah yeah like seriously like and you know when you're practicing it gets monotonous and 
you just start flipping the ball around sometimes because it's just it's second nature to feel the ground ball and throw it to first base. It's you've been doing it for so long. I guarantee, you know, he does some stuff like this pregame or just like when he's taking his grounders, whenever it may be. Like, and I think at this point of the game, it, it was kind of I don't know what the score was at this point. Was it eight to one or something like that? Mm. He was just having fun with it. I think it just happened like accidentally. I don't think Wander like planned this. It was like, I'm going to fucking flip this ball and it's going to be a highlight. It doesn't seem to me like that's what happened. And I believe after the game, he even said the same thing. He's like, this is just something that I do and it just happened. That being said, you just, you just can't. I know it was cool. And like, like, it's pretty easy to flip the ball up to yourself and catch it. Like, that's like a probably like a 99 percentile play you're just going to catch it and throw the ball uh but i know cash probably took him aside and was like hey can we just like not do that because i know we're an entertainment business so for, for that part of me is like look that's people have been talking about this it's transcended baseball we've got like basketball fans talking about it you know it's, it's one of those things so in that way it's good uh but you don't want to have any chance to drop that for the pitcher that's kind of where I go. Like, I don't want to make this guy work extra. Like, he made his pitch. It's going to be an out. And then I kind of did something silly, even if I didn't really mean to do it. You just don't want to have that. So, like, am I cool with it? Like, well, he made the play. So, yeah, I'm cool with it. Uh, but should he do that? Are we going to see Wander Franco continue to do this throughout the year? Of course not. We're not going to see that throughout the year. It was just kind of a, I don't want to call it a mental lapse, but I think it was a, Like he's just done it so many times right. pregame. It just took over. So I think both sides can be true. Was it entertaining and awesome to see? Like, yeah, like you, it brought you back to being a kid playing the game, which a lot of, you know, that's how you relate to fans. That's how you get, you know, that feeling from fans. Um, but we're professionals. So you kind of have to be professional about it, in my opinion. Trev, that was. Now, I'm sure I'll be roasted. No, man. That. You're right. You're on the nose because Wander doing that was so cool because I'll tell you what, Trev, I'd never seen that on a, on a, on a, during a game on an MLB field. And I was like, okay, let me, let me process this. Why haven't I seen that? And it's because man, you got, you got to get out and you can't, if you <laughs> screw that up, the pitcher part is so huge. Imagine you're a pitcher and you got to throw a bunch of other bullets and your innings like ruined. That's Oh, I wouldn't be able to look them in the eye. Uh, so there's that. Like you said, the entertainment part and how cool that was and the fact that it worked makes it clean. And there's, there's a couple ripple effects here. You've been watching a lot of Little League baseball lately. If I was a Little Leaguer and I saw that, I'm for sure trying it. And at Little League, that is a complete disaster. Disaster. <laughs> you, can, you cannot. The future of the game cannot involve that. It it liter it would be problematic here and there if a guy busts it out because Trev that's the other part this has kind of been happening except the ball toss right like if there's a hot shot at you and you snag it guess what guys do they uh they take a couple steps you know they uh pop the mitt a little bit they let the crowd know how cleanly they just fielded that. And because it was so hard hit that they're easily going to get the runner out. We just ain't seen a guy toss the ball up. Uh, 
So there's two things that either need to happen. A, this does become Wander's signature move, and it's like known as the Wander, and he does it three times a season. Hmm. Or it doesn't continue. And I think that's where people would be surprised because a couple times here and there, yes, it'll be fun, and it'll be, oh, my God, like our guy did it. If this becomes a regular thing, I'll tell you when it stops. The first time a guy spikes it and that pitcher's got to throw 30 more bullets because that sucks. <laughs> Kevin Cash, like, he's a funny dude, but at the same time, he's pretty freaking old school. Yeah. He, and, he play, and he's, like, the manager of, like, one of the most new school teams, so there's this juxtaposition there. I know he was just like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to handle this? Like, he's got to be cool about it, but I know he didn't like it. But you know what? When I start to really break it down, uh, it's not too far off from, like, a guy using his glove to flip the ball when he should just use his right. hand. You know, like, oh, hey, it's cool. I'll just fucking do this. Like, it's along the same lines as that. Um, I don't know. I've, I've, I've said my piece on it. I think, I think it's cool. Are all of my kids going to start to try it? Yes. Yes. And are we two nine and one and probably shouldn't be doing that? Yes. We should not. We should yes. not do that. Let's, uh, let's score some run snakes. Walls, a Rosarena, Yandi. Uh, it's they're 20. No, I mean, look, hey, Pittsburgh came into town. 20 and 0 faced, when the Rays score first. Pittsburgh came into town and, and had a buzzsaw thrown at them. And we talked about, oh, hey, the Rays, hey, they're going to go through a gauntlet this month, starting with the Pirates. Pirates, 20 win teams. Yeah. They swept them. They pitched. They hit. They did silly shit on the field. This is Rays baseball. They're opening up the upper deck for my Yanks. Um, Trev, I, I will put this out there. If the Yankees win one game this three-game set, I will be happy. The Sing but, the song by Pharrell. Go. Because I'm happy and I'm going to go to Tampa, get our shit pushed in. Um <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals, Trev, unfortunately, the story's not the same, so I don't know say what it. you need to say. Say it. Say it. I'm not. Say it. You asked me to say it. Because guess what? I don't believe in the Central at all yet. Brewers just got swept by the, the Rockies. Cubs just lost their final three games to the Nats. Like, it's a fucking mental hurdle to not quit on the Cardinals, and I probably should, and Cardinals fans want me to. I'm not there yet. I would pray. And I know shit like this doesn't really happen, but if you're a Cardinals fan and you woke up to the trade news, whether it's one of your depth outfielders or another piece, they need a shake, man. I know, I know that doesn't happen. As much as we, the fans, like it to, but shake it up, Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift. Uh, I agree. I mean, this is like almost like a no-brainer for me. You have a logjam of outfielders. Fucking let's go. First, let's talk about the Angels a little bit because Angels fans are like, you know, we'll get all over us. Why are you talking about the Cardinals? We swept them. Right. I know that's what they're going to say. Patrick Sandoval, you're a dog, bro. Dog. You brought it from last year to the WBC. Now you're doing it this year. Love watching you throw the ball. You got it in you right here. There's just like a little puppy. Mm. 
and it's growing into a big dog. Uh, Shohei, fuck, man. Dog. What more can we say about this guy? 13 Ks and five? Why not? He also went three for five in the game with a double. Um, this one had it all. Uh, Renifo is playing really well. Uh, we had the uh, Gallegos come in, try to shut the game down, and and they come back and 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 they that was that was the game that kind of might have broke the Cardinals right there. Um, Trout with the it was Lamb with the tying homer, yeah. Trout with the go ahead homer, then Shohei doubles and Rendon doubles, and it's like whoa, what just happened? Because Gallegos has been so good, so good, like the best reliever the Cardinals have had in April. And they went and did it against him. So you, you have to give the Angels credit for going in yes. there and doing it. I know the Cardinals have been struggling, struggling, but they, I mean, look, man, they went and won three games on the road, big time. But Cardinals aspect of it, it's interesting, man, because I sat and I gave eight minutes of my life to watching an Ollie Marmol mm. post game press conference after that. And I've kind of given him shit this year the way he handled the Tyler O'Neill situation. Right. And I do feel like there's a little bit of, you know, he's a young dude. He's 36 years old. Yeah. Like he's in a clubhouse and he's got a demand. Like, I don't want to say demand respect. I think he has respect. You know, he's been in that organization for a long time, but I feel like at some times it almost comes off as he's trying to, to be the top dog mm. with the way he talks in his press conferences. When I don't know if that's necessarily the right way to go in a clubhouse that has a bunch of veterans like this. You when, know, when, my, it, when Arenado or Goldschmidt or Wayno could look at him and kind of give him the like, I'm the captain now, dude. I think there has to just be a working relation, a, a mutual respect. And I'm not saying there isn't that because I'm not in the clubhouse and I, and I don't know. Um, I think there could be the respect could be fine. Just seems to me like that's sometimes I get that gist from when I hear him speak, but he did, he had this eight minute press conference and he was just talking about the season. And he's like, no one's more frustrated than we are. And we are working as hard as we can, both the players and the coaching staff We're hitting extra. Uh, we're taking extra uh, defensive reps. We're going over our game plans. We're, we're the coaches are staying up all night trying to figure this thing out. And I believe them, man. Like it was a sincere speech about not giving up on this team. He said it takes a lot of courage to be patient. Um, I think they still have what it takes, but the pitching staff, you can't overcome a pitching staff that's been that poor. That is that is the absolute truth in baseball. Yeah. You can have all the offense you want. You can even play banner defense. But if your starters can't give you length and put you behind the eight ball every single game, bro. If there's an expert on that shit, it is me. <laughs> it is impossible yeah. to be a good team. If you don't have your starters giving you a chance, I think that's what's happened in St. Louis. They sort of have the remedy. Like Wayno is coming back. Hopefully he can, you know, do some things there. Unfortunately, Flaherty like he's, just hasn't been as sharp as he needs to be. Then he exits the game with a liner coming off of his uh, his hand, I believe. Yep. But they have those outfielders, man. They had to send down Colas, who was like doing all right. But they had to send him out because he wasn't going to get like the consistency that they wanted Walker. him to get. Like Walker. 
What? Who did I say? Colossus for the, the White, White Sox. Sox. My gosh. Yeah. I mean, White Sox and Cardinals are in the same boat right now. So Jordan they had to send Jordan Walker out because of that. Well, like let's let's figure out like who we want or who can bring back the best pitcher and like let's. It's, I know it's Cinco de Mayo today, and mm-hmm. I know trades don't usually happen this early, but like let's kick the tires on it, bro. Because this season can get away from you quickly, and it's it's. I'm not pronouncing him dead because, like you mentioned, the Central is not exactly you know the best division in baseball right now, so there is an opportunity for them to come back. Um, but they got to do something, man. And and I was talking about Ali Marmol, and I kind of got sideways. He defended his decision to go to Gallegos in that game when he had Helsley. I think Helsley got one out in the seventh, six pitches through the eighth. He could have brought him back out, mm. but he defended Gallegos. He's been one of the better relievers we've had. He he did. This is the one thing that one thing that gets me a little weird about him. He goes, he's been our best reliever, even better than Helsley in April. Mm. Why do you have to say that? Yeah, you don't have to mention that. Yeah, but I like the interview. Like the passion was there. Um, I don't know. I just watched it and I wanted to say that because I have been giving him some shit and I think that was a pretty passionate and I like the interview. Passionate interview and I liked it. And Trev, there, there's a lot of teams that are, you know, the uh, you know, the Mets who we need to mention briefly in a minute are 500. Houston is kind of floating. Like, you know, there's a lot of teams that are still in hover mode. The first manager. Different here. The first manager that got mentioned this whole episode was Ole Marmol. And is that because they're losing? Is that because of their starting pitching? Is that because of the play on the field? Um, is it because of the Tyler O'Neill thing? I don't know. But he gets mentioned, and they um, win some series, get Wayno back. Um, if I'm being incredibly rude, and someone who's not a Cardinals fan, and someone who talks about baseball, I mean... Yadier shows up one day, there's a trade, and we go, all right, boys, let's run it. I mean, that's that's the movie version. Um, I don't know, man. I, I can't believe, I cannot believe where they are at. They're in the bottom third in every meaningful category in starting pitching. And that's not, that's not Marmol. Um, Trev, Justin Verlander is back. Should be, yeah. could have been a headline. Uh. It's kind of not. It was a fine outing, five innings to earn run, and he's on the field and he's healthy. Good. Scherzer gets rocked. Mets get swept. There, five hundred. Tigers. You got to give the Tigers some credit. I mean, you jump Scherzer, who you know his fastball velocity was down, the spin was down a little bit. Do with that what you will. Um, he said he approached the game the exact same way as far as the way he uses rosin and stuff. So he didn't think that was a factor in it. So they go off against him. They jump Verlander in the first inning for two, and then Erod takes it the rest of the way. I mean, yeah, what is their record since Javi Baez got benched? Can you look that up, Beavers? I think. Do we have it by the end of the show? Do we have that? Undefeated, kind of like the Rays? Yeah, maybe. Holy snikes. That's definitely the reason, obviously. Bench your player with the biggest contract. Well, Miggy, but um, that's managing. That's A.J. Hinch. The Mets have been able to kind of stay afloat before this series. Um, now they're kind of, you know, it looks a little bit different. Um, they're getting their guys back, but is that going to be enough? It probably is. I'm I'm still very high on these Mets. 
You know who's going to be in attendance for tonight's Mets game? Jolly Olive. My sweet Jessica. Oh. So is she riding the Amtrak with Jolly to Nationals Park? Don't say riding. Um, she'll be at the game. Um, cheering on Whoa. the ball. So I I would just mark it down. If the Mets get hot <laughs> now, I would uh I would label that. Does um, Jess celebrate Cinco de Mayo? I feel like she'd be Cinco de Mayo girl. Yes. There's no need for you to talk about her today. Um, Wait, who she, are the Mets playing right now? She loves Cinco. Uh, the Rocks. Oh, the in Rocks. Town. So Kelsey's ah, in town. So they don't. Okay. You know, girl gang um, at the game. Um, I think that's it, Trev. We're we're kind of we're running. Um, we're running hot. Was Tigers, there any other top? I feel like there's some other topics we wanted to talk about. Tigers, happy for you. Um, hope, let's talk some more Tigers. Take second in the Central. Make Chris Rose lose his mind. Uh, Angels, I know you guys wanted more love because you swept. You did the good thing, right? Uh, Matt Tice stepping in, buying the dish, has a Big Ten <laughs> games. Um, Let's like give some the- love to the Giants real quick. Two out of three from Houston. Houston dealing with a lot of injuries. We'll mention that quickly. Sure. Brantley, Altuve, McCormick, all on the I.L. Lance McCullers Jr., Urquidy, Luis Garcia, all on the I.L. Yeah, they're like, hurt. They're going to be the team that's just like in the background. And then July is going to come, and they're going to have like a 21 and 5 month. And then they're going to have a 21 and 5 month. And then all of a sudden, we're like, oh my goodness. You know what it back. is? I think I've got it. Like June 1st, Seattle jumps them, and Houston's in fourth. And then June, they take down one team a week. And it's like, oh, they jump Seattle. Oh, they jump the Angels. Oh, they jump Texas. And that's what's going to happen by the break. Some really good starting pitching efforts by the Giants. Stripling goes five innings pitch, two and runs. Um, uh, Discofani goes eight innings, shutty, mm. beautiful. And then also Logan Webb goes seven and two thirds with two and runs. He mentioned the whole team had diarrhea. Yeah. Hmm. So that's always good. Shitty situation. Um, Late night Lamont doing it. Uh, yeah. Oh. Am I supposed to shut up? You you giving them? Oh money? no! I was saying. Uh, I was feeling oh. it in my in my loins. Okay. Mm. Uh, Trev, you mentioned some of the other just big topics from around. Brandon fought another one of the big uh, pitchers making their debuts for my snakes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we mentioned Bryce Miller before for Seattle. Uh, so we you know got to see some young future arms come up this week. Uh, and also, the, I think the final thing that. I got to tell you what, I immaculate innings don't do much for me, uh, but we had one, and they're super rare. They don't do much for you? I guess in my head, it's kind of the cycle argument. Like, in my head, like a three-pitch inning would be the coolest thing you could do. Okay. Like, if you got each batter on one pitch, that Disagree. would... I think that's cooler than an immaculate inning. Now, does an immaculate? Let me ask you this, because I'm not sure how what the standards are. Does it have to be three strikeouts? No, it doesn't. Are you sure? Let's double check. My immaculate inning is nine strikes in a row, three strikeouts. Let's strike like three ground balls three at the end. That does so he did strike out all three. 
Does okay. That would does an immaculate inning. Wikipedia says an immaculate inning occurs in baseball when a pitcher strikes out all three batters he faces in one inning using the minimum number of pitches colon nine. Then I'm sorry. That is really cool, and I'm sorry, Colin Holderman. Like I thought you could get a ground ball on the last pitch, and that counts as an immaculate inning. Okay. But if it's Yes, that's very cool. And I guess you know what threw me off? Like, you can foul off the first couple pitches or something, and it counts Mm. as a strike. But I guess that's fine, and I don't care. So, yeah, this is cool. My bad, baseball. Now you're on it. I'm glad we talked about it. I do agree it doesn't give me as much, like, juice as it, like, should. I understand, like, how rare it actually is because there's, like, however many opportunities a game for it to happen, and it doesn't. just doesn't. But I wish it did give me a little more juice. Colin Holderman. Second half of the show, as I have to do baseball today in 26 minutes. Trev, you know what else has a little juice? Lightbox. And their lab grown. Oh, Mother's Day, people. Is it next two weekends? Yeah, a, it's week, a week from this Sunday. A week from Sunday. Get it together. Running it it out of time. Bring it back to me. I found you. Do you say laboratory or laboratory? Because I feel like people can say both. You can say, I didn't know those were interchangeable. I don't think they are. I thought a laboratory was something else. <laughs> and Lightbox is something else with their lab-grown diamonds. You'll love with pricing, you'll understand. That's the important part here, people. The studs, like this show, brilliant necklaces, Make mom happy. How about that? Mm. There's a marketing campaign. Make your mom happy. Make your spouse happy. Skip the socks. Be the MVP of Mother's Day. Promo code TALKINBASEBALL10. 10% off your purchase. You're listening right now. You have not gotten your mother a Mother's Day gift. That hits your core, doesn't it? Click the link. TALKINBASEBALL10. 10% off your purchase. Trevor, please. Who do you love more, your mother or Jess? Standout performances. (laughs) Standout performances. Standout performances brought to us by Lightbox. Um, Trev, I'll let you go first. (laughs) Answer my question. No chance, Pop. (laughs) Do people know what Erod has done for the Tigers this year? Do people know? They sure don't. He started seven games. Just just take a guess at his ERA. Don't look. Take a guess. 1-1-1. Close. one eight one. Are you okay. kidding me? Let's go. Do people not know? He's got a .7 whip. This guy has absolutely brought it. He's almost at a two-war for baseball reference purposes. Sheesh. And in this game, I mentioned it a little bit before already, eight innings pitched, only two hits and one walk, no earned runs, and nine Ks. He said, Verlander, cool, bro, you're back. My offense is going to hit two homers off you in the first inning, and I'm going to shut your offense out. How does that feel? He's been doing it all year long, and sheesh, we don't talk about the Tigers a lot. No. We don't. We want to. I want to. Erod's making us talk, and I love that. Shout out, Eduardo Rodriguez. Man, you've been going for quite some time. How much time you got in this show right now? Right. He's going to have eight years after this. Tigers fans, awesome. So happy for you guys. Uh, Why don't you guys uh, cover your ears for one second? 
Erod back to Boston? Uh, Erod to the Cardinals? What? <laughs> what? I'm just saying, if the deadline comes them. around, Erod's contract doesn't look too bad compared to the numbers starting pitchers get. This guy went to the Tigers. He literally went missing for a little bit. Tigers, I hope you're in the dance. I hope the young studs go nuts. If you're not a little reunion, if Erod pitches like this for the Red Sox, you're looking at 25 wins. So, good for Erod and good for Tigers fans for now. Good standout, Trev. I was eyeing Thanks. him. I was eyeing him. Um, and then I decided to theme up with you because we're boys. Mm. Um, and I'll go with another lefty stud, a guy that, again, could be talked about most episodes, could be talked about most of his starts. Julio Urias uh, drops it on the table yet again. Drops what? Seven innings pitched, one hit, one walk, 10 strikeouts. Um, he's 26 years old, Trevor. He's been playing, he's been playing major league baseball since 2016 when he was 19 years old. Um, we say we don't talk about Kershaw enough. And in doing that, we're not talking about Urias get caught up in fucking Catterday. Urias, (laughs) (laughs) Urias led the national league in ERA last year. With the two one six, um, he's a free agent this year. This is my favorite pitcher in all baseball. He does not give a fuck. Like Bryce um, Harper doesn't care who's on the mound. Urias doesn't care who's in the box. So he also doesn't care if he's coming out of the pen or if it's the postseason or the first game of the season or a game in fucking May. He doesn't care. He goes out there, punches tickets. I was sitting with Randy Wolf, oh. former. lefty at the game watching this in person and he was trying to like go like play by play like oh this is what he's gonna throw here and he was wrong 90 (laughs) percent of the time urias was two steps ahead of him and he was four steps ahead of those phillies hitters it was a sight to see man he 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 was nasty (laughs) i got up to get a beer Mm. i missed a whole half and he i think he went six pitches something like that it was so fast there was no line i got back and forth quick but he's working quickly, and he's just dominant. He really is, man. It's nasty. Trev What's he going to get, dude? Trev, 26? Trev with an accidental, Reagent? accidental dunk on Randy Wolf. Sorry, That's Rand. fine. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> and Randy Wolf, if he brought that weak lefty shit in your power zone, I can't I even imagine. I tell him imagine. that all the time. I can't even imagine Randy. Um, he says he would just get in my head, and I would be all over the place, messing with my timing. I said, Randy, if you ever tried to come inside, <laughs> the thing's going 450. Urias, he'll be 27. You're looking at a 10-year deal. Do pitchers get that? Eight-year deal? I think, yeah, that more in line with like seven to 30 eight. It's just a like giant six. And then he'll just get another deal at 35, 35 a year? What's eight times 35? You're the math guy, Biebs. Eight times 35? Trev? Yeah, Make it baseball contracts. Is that right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Two eighty. Give me two eighty for Urias. Um, Shout out Teddy got ninety eight percent on his math test. Gets it from right. me apparently. 
Nine years, same rate would be three fifteen. So maybe maybe the three <clears throat> sticks out to him when he pushes. Give me the for three. That. Whoever Why gives not? whoever gives him the ninth. It's gonna be a lot. And, then and Randy Wolf has a massive house. house. Just want to let everyone know. Okay, that. like right. that, Randy. Uh, Trev, there is a lot of guys that missed out on standouts. Bo Bichette, Domingo, Led Zeflin was listed. A few, a bunch of Braves. But can you tell me who is truly? Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Hmm. Shout out Simon Rex. I think he's in a new movie I just saw. Like You and him would have a good time. Confirmed. Renaissance, man. I think we might. Yeah, we get some trouble. Oh, Pay that much right huh. now. All right, for the series, we mentioned him earlier. Marcelo Zuna goes six for 13, three bombs, six ribbies, two walks. That's three games against Miami. L.A. Dodger, infielder slash outfielder, Mookie Betts. Seven for 13. He had a double a homer. He had seven ribbies and a walk. That was against the Phillies. Christian Walker, your guy for the Snakes, four mm. for nine. Four, or three of those hits, three of the four. Homers, six ribbies and a walk. That was in two games. That's nice. Against Texas. We didn't even talk about that series. That's Our good. apologies. Uh, for the week of 428 to 54, Eloy. Getting it done against my twins. 12 for 24, the double of two homers and eight ribbies. He had three walks as well. Ozzy Albies, you guys know him. He plays for the Braves. 10 for 24, five doubles, two homers, three RBI, and a walk. And then the two-week one, this is what this is when you're really feeling good. These dudes are walking into the stadium mm. with a little extra pep in their step, a little lean, if you will. Ooh. Yoshida, 23 for 51. That's a 451 average. Five doubles, five homers, and 16 RBI during that stretch. We just talked about Erod doing his thing. The last three games he started, Jake, 20 and two-thirds mm. innings pitched. He's only given up seven hits and one earned run in those innings. And he's got a 20 to three strikeout to walk ratio. My goodness. Talk about dealing. Carlos Estevez, I believe he's closing games out for the, seven for the Angels now. Yep. Seven and two-thirds innings pitched. Only one hit. No walk. So one base runner in those seven and two-thirds innings pitch. He's got five saves in that time, 10 Ks. And I'm going to mess this one up. It's not a name pod for me today. Alex Lange, relief pitcher for the uh, the Detroit Tigers. Six innings pitched, three hits, one walk, no runs, and 11 Ks. He has four saves in that time. My goodness. And that's who's in Fuego. Do you hit the G in Lang? I I I I, I would guess it's Lang. I'm I, not I know sure. a family of the same last name. He, he could be a Lange, but Lange-y? I like like range. You range, just put an L range. instead of R. Right That's how I came up with Lange. A big old Lange, definitely. Like a mange, definitely Lang. Um, <laughs> glad we're giving relievers a little. Can we get bit of some love. pronunciation keys on the sheet, please? <laughs> Estevez, man, a uh, sneaky good year with the Rocks last year, which you don't hear about a lot of Rockies relievers. And the Halos made a move on him, and he's performing. So that's a early, uh, early win for some Halo baseball and a little more Tigers in this episode. And, Trev, you know what? When you, when you mentioned Eloy Jimenez, who, again, is one of my favorite players to watch in this game, if we're talking about the White Sox or Cardinals in a positive way this year, we won't say dick about the managers. It'll be because Eloy Jimenez goes nuts. Or Goldschmidt. 
or Wainwright. We're going to say players' names because you need players to play good to win games. Putting that in my analytics binder. I've always uh, said that you need players to win games. That's famous. I always say that. Slam the table. <laughs> we need players. <laughs> Rockies front office. Not Joe Torrey. Nope. He could have managed anybody. <laughs> Trev. More on him later. <laughs> more, on, more on Joe Torrey coming up this episode. Uh, he was at the movie premiere I went to, Mr. Torrey. Right, I'm leaving during this segment. Go ahead. The IL. <laughs> Um, these players were placed on the IL. Aaron Judge, hello. Uh, should be 10 days. Hopefully he's back. The Yanks play Oakland, ducking Tampa. Urquidy, Brandon Crawford, Yaz if you want to. That stinks. Avisail Garcia, Luis Garcia for Houston. They've got a lot of injuries. Pete Fairbanks in that Tampa pen. Remember when he was rolling? Jake Berger, No! Kyle Wright, Jan Gomes, Garrett Cooper. Jesus. Guys get hurt. Uh, these guys got banged up. We'll find out. Michael Harris, too, uh, as he came back. Really weird running down to first. Uh, Bader and Peraza get hurt on back-to-back plays, basically. Uh, Nolan Gorman, who had been playing well. Ronald Acuna Jr., watch out. I don't want him banged up. You mentioned Flash got hit in the hand by a liner. Hope he's okay. Um People call him Flash. Nobody, it's, what are you talking I don't know. I don't know. John Flaherty is called Flash, so I just, in my head, I think that's an interchangeable Flaherty name. Jack Flaherty, the Joker, Joe Randa. Um, Vince Velasquez, banged up. He was having a hot start. But this is what I like, Trev. You know who's back? Bryce Harper. Justin Verlander. Mm. Tim Anderson. Oh. Harrison Bader. Mm. And Jameson Tyone. Well, didn't Bader leave again? He left, but it was very much, it was raining. IKF slid into him, and they were just like, all right, like, let's. He got a full body into his neck, and they got scared. You're off the field, kid. He should be all right. Um, And Trev, for now, the highlight of everyone's weekend. Awards! Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. Baseball is in full, full swing. You already know it. Uh, missed my single game par- or same game parlay last night. Or just my parlay. It wasn't the same game. You can place a $5 bet and you'll get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's quick. Join the big league action now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and sign up with code TALKING. New customers can bet just $5 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TALKING. Trevor, your first award. I think this is going to be like my favorite award I've ever given. Um, I do love America. For all its faults, it's the best place in the world to live. I'm sorry. Bar none. Ask anyone that like immigrates to here. I have a, you know, a whole host of Egyptian families that I know immigrated here. They love America. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons that I love America so much is our big old naval warships. Ooh. And we are bringing another one into the fold, and this one is named the USS Cooperstown. I don't have like a funny name for this one because I'm pretty serious about it. Um, And the reason it's named USS Cooperstown is because 70 members of our Hall of Fame, our Baseball Hall of Fame, have served 
in active duty in the military. Think about that. 70 out of like 320 people that are in the Hall of Fame served in the military. And I have some names up here, man. I know you know some of these names. I didn't know this. We had a guy serving the Civil War <laughs> that also played baseball. What's up? Morgan Bulkley. Stud. Bulkley. Getting his jersey. What's up? The Civil War people. A bunch of people in World War One, including Ty Cobb. You might be familiar with him. Most of these other guys, I don't know, but you go ahead and you can look it up. World War II, I know more of these players. Some of the some of the players you mentioned that are obviously the best in the game because they are in the Hall of Fame. Joe DiMaggio, Larry Doby, Bob Feller was the first person to enlist after Pearl Harbor. He said, I got to go. We all know about Ted Williams and what he's done. Phil Rizzuto, Pee Wee Reese, Duke Snyder. I mean, it goes on and on. We have guys fighting in the Korean War. Ernie Banks, Ted Williams fought in both of them. Willie Mays. A long list of people who went and served their country while they were playing baseball. Ted Williams shaved five years off of his career. He came back after serving in World War II and won the freaking MVP. Some of this stuff is really incredible if you really go and and read up on it. Uh, can you imagine any of our players nowadays doing that? I know we had a pitcher uh, come from, was it West Point? Oh, yeah. We the Blue Jays? About, we, that guy for the Phillies, Noah Song. What mm -hmm. happened to him? So we have a little bit of that. Um, but this is just something really special. And I believe it's uh, coming this weekend. Um, Joe Torre is going to be there. They're going to commission this thing. They're going to put it into the fleet. USS Cooperstown. I just think it's really cool paying homage to all the guys that went out there and said, look, man, I got a good life here. But I want to preserve this good life that we have here, and I want to go defend our country. I think there's nothing better than that. I think it's amazing, and uh, it's one of the reasons I named my son uh, Theodore's after Ted Williams and all the heroics that he's had. He was a freaking fighter pilot, dude. Can you imagine? Trev, we uh, about an hour and a half ago, we talked about how nuts it is that Mookie Betts could play shortstop and right field. Uh, yeah. For, for Ted Williams to <laughs> fly fighter pilots and everyone, you know, you wonder if stories change over time. I don't, I wouldn't bet against Ted Williams. They said he was like the best. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he was like the best at baseball too. So yeah, it's, uh, it was funny that you landed here and I did see the, the headline going around, but it's, you know, it's what talking baseball has. If you want to land there, uh, you can land there. And I'm, I'm glad you did. Bob Feller, I want to end with this one. Um, he was honored to returning to Cleveland in 1945 after World War II, and this is what he said. He said, the real heroes didn't come home. Mm. Fucking heavy, Trev. Let that sink in. I'm, it's, I, I didn't have a, a funny name for this one because I just think it's cool, and I wanted to shout it out. Fuck, man. USS Cooperstown about to go fuck some shit up. Joe Torre on there. He's managing that ship. Perfectly, by the way. Um, <laughs> Tory had all these Hall of Famers on the Yankees, and he gets a warship to play with. I mean, not bad. My goodness, Trev, fantastic award. Um, and you know, like you said, very serious. And I guess we'll keep the show there. 
as we get our first edition of Tolkien Baseball this year. Oh, no. Because I'm giving out the Return of the King Award. Uh, Trev, I mean, Return of the King. Does it get much better than that? What happened in that movie? Oh, my. I mean, book. dude, that, that boat scene, <laughs> the ghost army. Are you fucking kidding me? I hope, <laughs> I hope that's that movie. Um, Trev, a guy came back this week. Uh, Bryce Harper not getting the award. Uh, but, you know, that guy's a king. Uh, playing with a bionic arm. We spent a lot of time on it. Trev, there's a Verlander. guy. It's Verlander, right? There's a guy who is outplaying Bryce Harper so far this year, which, okay, two games, who idolizes Bryce Harper. Uh, his French bulldog is named Harper. He used to wear 34 because of Harper. And people used to call him Harper-san because of how much of a Bryce Harper fan he was and he tried to emulate. Masataka Yoshida um, gets my Return of the King Award because, Trev, we were wondering about the signing. Like, who is this guy? You never know. All right. The World Baseball Classic happens, and we go, holy shit. This guy can do that? And then the baseball season starts, and the Sox get off to eh, a ho-hum start. And Yoshida, 167, 560 OPS in his first 13 games, and you start going, oh, okay, I, where's the WBC guy? I don't, I don't know. This, you never, sometimes these guys, Trev, he's gone nuts. Um, and it's because he's a stud, and even those bad stats I read to you, Trev, he had more walks than strikeouts. And how many times do we have to talk about that to get that into people's heads, that that's important. That means you're seeing the ball okay. And yeah, I mean, for 14 games, I know we've talked about it a little bit. How's your 446 batting average? A 1.288 OPS. Um, this guy, we're talking about the return of the king and Bryce Harper. This guy idolizes Bryce, and he's going to put up some Bryce Harper-esque numbers this year. Um, and I stand also my 5'8 king because uh, he's a fucking baller, man. Uh, and if the Red Sox do stuff this year, which they're putting themselves in position to be, he's going to be a big part of it. So uh, you know me, giving my Sox some love. I love that. Uh, almost one dotting it on the year. Excellent Cavs, second only to you in the U.S. Yeah. So silver medal there. Uh, but no, I love watching this guy play, and he is going to be paramount to the Red Sox success because we talked about it earlier in the show. The way they're going to be successful is banging the ball around. They need him here. He's been able to do it. And you know what? When you first come to the big leagues, like real games, it's a little scary. Like you might be trying too hard. Like fucking it's cold. not to say it's cold. Fucking cold. People forget how fucking cold it is. To start the year. I mean, there's just a lot of things working against you if this is your first time playing Major League Baseball for real when it matters. I mean, dude, like, you got to give people time to settle in. Uh, Red Sox fans did that, and now they are reaping the benefits. 
Trev, know how you always talk about your Cuban baseball team, and that would be, you know, if you were a GM, just tap into that pipeline? Yeah. I'll take oh. Japan. Okay. I'll take Japan. I, I know there used there there was a stigma, and hey, there's always going to be some guys that work more than others, but since 2018, some of the names I could read you. Otani. Yep. Um, Seiya Suzuki. He's been playing just fine. Yoshida. Sanga. Their bell curve has changed. There's a couple guys that aren't, you know, people didn't have the highest expectations for Fuji in the A's this year. Uh, but guess what? There's a ton of American players that aren't hitting their expectations this year either. So uh, You lost me a bell curve, bro, and the show. I'm putting my chips all in. Go check out Trevor Plouffe on baseball today and wherever they serve the finest tacos and marks in San Diego tonight. <laughs> my backyard. My backyard yeah, tonight. I'm about to fire that right, thing so up. So go to Trev's backyard. Chick sucks. Chick sucks. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. Viva la Mexico. Huge Monday up coming. I feel Curious. it. Brawl. From Kuyakon. Brawl this weekend, that's right. Put my chips in. Brawl. You don't want brawls. I don't want it. It's that point of the year. I put you in a chill cold, I'll tell you that much right now. Whoa. Tampa?